Hello and welcome to uh, Paxton Road TV. This is the Paxton Road TV reaction show for the game has just finished. Chelsea 2, Tottenham Hotspur 0. And I'm joined in the house with Super Jet, as per usual. Spurs, Darius, 3-5-2-8, Sean, Nigel and Christina. Was it an inevitability that we weren't going to get the result today? I was crying and saying at least we're going to try and maybe get a draw out of this. I uh, looked at the team sheet. Didn't fill me with confidence. Um, but get to nil-nil, half-time, you may be thinking that we could possibly, possibly get something out of this game. But, yeah, there's a few things in there today in terms of the, the, the selections, in terms of the substitutions. That does leave a little bit of a sour taste. But I think, if we're honest, Chelsea, 100% a better team, better squad. Um, and on... On, on, on the face of it, deserve to win that game. Um, before we start going around, getting everybody else's views, make sure you hit that like, subscribe, a notification bell as well. Make sure you tune into Paxton Road TV. Everybody that's watching, please hit that like button for us. And we will hopefully try and give you as much content as possible. It's hard what it's today. It's hard like today, but we have to do it. We have to do it. Um, whoa, let's start with you, Sid. Um, what's your thoughts on the game? How, how do you think the performance was from the team? I think we said it on the group, didn't we? Um, everybody was on a high after Wednesday night beating Leicester. Everyone was going into the game going, yes, yes, yes. And then when the team sheet came out, everyone went, oh, no, there may be trouble ahead because I still don't understand that system. I don't understand the, the meaning of half the players. Well, not half, a few of them that played. Um, we got what we deserved, to be fair. But... My biggest, my biggest concern is the fact that we've played them four times this season. We've not scored a goal against them in 360 minutes of football, right? There's just a mentality block. I don't know what it is, whether they're just scared of going to Stamford Bridge. And if that's the case, then every season when that fixture list comes out, we just give them the three points. Because what is the point getting all the fans, all the poor fans that have to go watch this away and home and we don't put in a performance, and it's just getting ridiculous. I mean, you know what? It was just a myth, and I'm blaming, I'm blaming some blame on Conte, but we'll talk about that later on. Um, everyone else can have an, uh, have their say, but yeah, Conte's got to take some blame again today. Hundred percent, I, I agree, and we'll get into that in a little bit. You know, we we've what was it nine games up until today unbeaten in the league. Um, yes, yeah, it was almost like a bit of an inevitability with the Chelsea game. Uh comes down to you, Christina. Um what 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 did you think? Sorry, my mouse wasn't working then. Had to mute. Um just sheer and utter disappointment. Um yeah, it's it was just one of those days, typical Chelsea game, wasn't it? Um you know the Harry Kane goal, that was a disappointment as well. Um and I would have thought, like with the Leicester game that we had, I thought that might have given us a bit of inspo, give you know, given us a bit of a drive after that, but clearly not. Um, and yeah, I do think Conte made some errors in, you know, the formation I did not like at all. As soon as that lineup came up, I was a bit, this is not going to happen, is it? Um, yeah, it's very, it was a very disappointing watch, basically, um, and. We sh I do you know as well we've got to take is this is now four goals we've had disallowed I think this season from Chelsea, um, but yeah, 
it's crazy. But yeah, disappointment. It's very disappointing. And you know what it is? It's, I was, I think I was saying before, it's, in football, it's generally a bit of a rule. If you score first, going and winning the game half time, it's usually you know you come out the other side with the stats. So you certainly don't don't lose too many by scoring first. Um, but it's always going to be the case against Chelsea. You know, you don't. We haven't scored against them all season. We played them four times now. They scored three in the first game against us. They scored two and then one in the 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 league. Uh, sorry, the league cup games and then another two today. And we we can kind of look at a bit of a huff and a puff. But if hand on heart. We didn't really, apart from the Kane goal, which again is a bit debatable whether it was it was a foul or not. I, I, I personally believe it was a foul. And the reason I say that is because if it was given the other way and we didn't get that, I would be screaming, that's a foul. He's put his hand on him. He's, he's made a, a little bit of a nudge. Now, the player doesn't have to stay on his feet. That's not what they're designed to do. Players are not designed to stay on their feet. They go down. And that's what he did. And, you know, uh, we can't look at that as being the thing that would have changed the game. Yes, we'd have got the first goal, and yes, we would have probably had to be a bit more defensive. But I think Chelsea would have probably scored. Maybe we would have got a draw out of it. But yeah, there was things in that that halftime thing of not changing Tanganga. I, I still think it was was a, was a major error coming out because on that right hand side, that's where the goal came from. You know, Hudson Odoi went one on one versus Tanganga. He obviously can't bring him down. Cuts inside, ball into Ziyech. Ziyech is a worldie. I know the pipes are saying Lloris was at fault, but. <laughs> I'm not sure what Louis could have done about that. Not sure. Darius, uh, your thoughts on the game? Um, I'm not actually that mad, to be fair. I actually don't really care at all because, for me, this was a free hit. I mean, I was never expecting to go. I said 1-1 in the preview solely because we literally did what we did on, on Wednesday at Leicester. But really and truly, there was no chance we'll beat in Chelsea. I mean, we lost, what, conceded six goals before we came here and, and scored none. I wasn't expecting anything. The only thing I thought he might have done, just because we were such on on a big high from from Wednesday, is, is potentially go more attacking and, and maybe go at them. But as soon as I saw the lineup, I knew he was going to try and stink it out. And to be fair, it was kind of working until Ziyech pulled that absolute disgraceful goal out of nowhere. I mean, I can't even be mad at that goal when it went in. I was just like, oh, that's that's actually a perfect goal. Can't be mad. So it was actually kind of working until that happened. And then Thiago Silva from a set piece again. People. You can blame certain individuals for, for maybe not marking and, and, and maybe not being in the right position. But again, it's, it's a header from a set piece. It's something that happens. So the game plan was kind of working, to be fair. And again, with the, this loud goal, things could have happened. I think the only issue with Conte I have is is the personnel that he chose. And if Lucas and Skip were on the pitch, and I heard that certain players maybe had knocks from, from Wednesday, so that might have been a reason why they didn't play. But... I mean, if Lucas and Skip were on the pitch from early and Tanganga wasn't and and sort of maybe Winks as well, because I don't think Winks, not that Winks didn't deserve to play, but he was not very good this game and could have came off a lot earlier for potentially somebody like Brian Hill, who can impact a game a lot better. So certain decisions like that, I, I question. But apart from the, the sort of way he set it up, it was confusing. But I, I mean, that's probably the only way we're going to be able to beat Chelsea at this rate. I mean, we've lost four times now, so... It's just sad to see that we. it's almost an inevitability that we, we won't beat Chelsea. But again, maybe if fortune is sort of the other way for us and, and that goal is allowed and, and we take the lead, then you don't know what happens. So I'm not that angry. I mean, if we win our four games in hand, we still go above them in the league. So that's just something to sort of focus on and, and sort of look forward to and, and just sort of take this game as a free hit, to be honest. 
Yeah, the, the thing with the Winks thing, I think he performs better in a three. Uh, when you're in a two, I don't think he's got the legs to get around the pitch for one thing. And it's difficult to, to be able to play against Chelsea in a two. So that's that. Again, those are the when people, there's a comment says, can't blame Conte. Well, of course you can. That, that he's he's going to take responsibility for, for picking a team. He's got to take responsibility for, you know, the formation. I can understand why Chelsea were playing a four. But Chelsea have got better players than us. They've got players that can do jobs in better positions than us. So if you're going to go to player four, you're going to have to match up at least with some sort of quality now. Having two fullbacks on both sides, or effectively wingbacks, Davis on, Davis and Reguilon, sorry, Davis, Davis and Sessegnon, on the other side, you've got Doherty and Tanganga. Tanganga, we all know, has not been very confident over the last four or five games. So he's always going to be in trouble against someone like Hudson-Odoi 1v1. It's always going to be the case. Tanganga he... clearly isn't a right back. Like I, I don't know why that's oh, still happening. And, and there you go. Centre back. He's played his whole career centre back, and then he goes right back, plays like terrible every game, and we're like, I can't believe it. It's like he's not he's, a right back. He's not and even a centre back. I don't think he's even a centre back either. So no. to be honest with you, Nigel, give me give me your views. Give me your views anyway. Go on. Let Nigel yeah, I mean, let me say. I mean, I've I've me. So I've got a house of Chelsea fans. And we've all woken up equally as non-enthusiastic for this game as possible, right? And I'm thinking, if ever we're going to beat Chelsea, it's today. Uh, and that, so I'm not overly confident, but I'm thinking it's today. And then the lineup comes out, and I see a 4-4-2. And like, on the most part, I'm with you guys, as in, I thought, okay, why have we got Doherty? Why have we got um, Tanganga and Davis and um, Davis on the pitch at the same time? That was my main thinking. I couldn't quite figure out what we were doing. Um, but I thought, you know what? The last few times we've played Chelsea, it's been so bad to a point where we've we've Shane, Shane you said we should bring our own football because we couldn't get anything on the ball. We couldn't. So, I, so I'm thinking something. Conte is thinking we need something drastic because clearly he's tried his he's tried his uh, on the normal three five two and we basically got played off the park every single time. So I'm not too mad about that. Again, when it comes to the personnel. If we're saying that we had Knox at the time, um, we'd miss out on Lucas, we'd miss out on Son, we'd miss out on... I would 100% play Emerson just as more reliable than Tanganga. Because again, I say Tanganga's not a right-back, right? And then we actually start off the game and I think we're more into it than we have been in the other games. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but that's that. In, in terms of the other games that we played against Chelsea, I think we were actually able to get to get a foothold on the ball it wasn't all one-way traffic and us kind of sitting back and hoping for something I think, um, I think what was different today Nigel is they didn't score early you know once Chelsea scored early in the first game we played against him in the league when we went in again we went in nil this was the Nuno days though we went in nil nil second half because we played well in that first game against Chelsea but Chelsea then worked it out tactically what we were doing I think in that game Nuno had two pressing up against their back three and yeah. was like, oh shit in, and then he changed in, it and since that point He's always maintained a tactical approach against us. So all the other games we then played, the other three games, he's changed it, made a back four, but also had the ability to make it into a back five if Ziyech okay. had come back. So he tactically got it right. That's my problem. I don't think we did enough tactically to... Because Conte don't have the personnel to do anything. Right, I, 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 right okay. So did you, when you looked at that team today, did you think that that team had a chance to win the game? Really? No, I saw the no, game. But, I saw the game. Yeah, plan. but from, but again, from my, from our perspective, and if, if I say a lie, I say, right, we got outplayed in the last three games going with what we've been doing. 
So we needed to do something drastic. Number two, we lost a lot of personnel. So if we're going from when we got Conte and against Chelsea, I can't be mad that the managers decided we need something drastic to change because what we were doing just wasn't working at all against Chelsea. And number three, you said it yourself, we do not have the players. Maybe it's actually physically impossible for us to beat Chelsea. Like, Because I think Conte might have tried a bunch of things, but this was one variation. I don't think you can name me a variation that you could have confidently said this would have yielded great... Like, if you consider all things there, what was the formation and the and the personnel that was going to yield great results? If, if you, you take into me, account he was healthy. If you ask me, you start you start off the game with the full four two. I can understand that. Two things: we know that Winks and Hoybier playing in the two together hasn't really worked. In a three, we might have seen a little bit more. So that therefore, if you're going to so do who do you that, put in? So what you do is you either then change start to make it a 4-3-3. I would have gone 4-3-3 after about 15, 20 minutes to see how this game's going because that's what Chelsea did. They've gone 4-3-3. So you get and you match them up. You can put a wider play. You could have pushed Sessignon up, made him be that flying person. You could have still had Harry Kane, but you could have... This is in-game management. Push Bergwijn to the right. But Tanganga Doherty has now stifled you because you can't put one of them into midfield. So you've got a problem. Take... Tanganga off, don't start him because he hasn't played well. You can put Doherty, played a great against, um, what's it, Leicester's second half, play him right back. Have Bergwijn or Lucas on the right-hand side. We know that Bergwijn can work coming back. We know Lucas can work coming back. So they can then create exactly what Hudson-Odoi did for Chelsea and Ziyech did on the other side. I don't think there's enough. I don't think we can say that Conte did enough. Yes, I'm not saying the players were good enough, but you can do things. Because other teams have done it against them. Brighton have done it. As, as the subs were going to be made at 1-0, though. Uh, was the subs going to be made at 0-0 or 1-0? They were going to be made at 0-0, weren't they, the subs? Should have been. Or 1-0, sorry. 1-0 and, no, they scored one a nil. 1-0 and they scored a second. So I think that he was preparing to actually make a difference and, and bring on those players. And had we scored a goal at 1-0 at one and made it 1-1 with Skip and Lucas on the pitch, then it would have made a big difference. I think it was just unfortunate circumstances for a goal like Ziyech's to go in and then us to concede that goal from a set piece as we're making those substitutions to do exactly probably what you're saying, Sam. Because Tanganga and who was it who else came off? Um, can't, I can't remember who else came off. It was Tanganga and somebody else did come off for, for Lucas and Skip. Um, was, was it, it Winks who came off? So, yeah, yeah so those exact substitutions that you said were going to happen. It's just very unfortunate that that goal went in as I literally saw the camera pan from the players to the, the ball going in the box. So I think that Conte was about to make those decisions. I, I do think that those decisions were going to be made. Would would Sean, four three three? All right, yeah, Sean. Sorry, let me, right, let me Sean. Just get Sean's view. Then I'll come back because this is a good debate. Because like I said, I, 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 managers have to take responsibility, accountability. I'm not saying that the players will be able to play the system that he wants, but I don't think he helped with Tanganga. Not confident, not having played well in the last four games, having not really the best first half in the world. Let's get it right. He didn't have the greatest the first half. Got booked. We know that he's going to be in trouble against someone like Adoy, who's going to be going against him. That should have been made at halftime. Those are the decisions I want to see. Right, I know what's going to happen here. Take him off. Because he's done that before with, uh, I think it was Reguilon. He's, he's done that with a couple of players where you said, right, you've on a yellow card, take you off. Reguilon had that yellow card as well. He did exactly the same thing. So why not do that? We know that we can't, you know, match Chelsea up playing them 11 v 11 anyway. So when you're playing 10 and a half v 11 which could possibly go to 10 v 11, it don't make any sense to me. Sean, sorry. Let me get your fuse and then we're going to come back and have a bit of a talk about it. 
I, I was thinking of logging off. <laughs> I've <Yeah>. been forgotten. <laughs> I mean, so much has been covered. I mean, I, I agree with um, Darius that it was a. I think when we listen to press conferences pre-match, we really need to listen clearly to what Conti is saying because he was clearly indicating that there are injuries. He wasn't going to say who to because he said he didn't want to give uh, uh, Tuchel an advantage, which is understandable. There's clearly, you know, he said that he said that Emerson started the game on Wednesday night with an injury, and it was clear, you know, he, he was he was you know he he'd obviously got hooked again during the during the first half and was taken off. So he, he was sitting, sitting on the bench for a reason. Skip's got an injury, I think. Lucas has got an injury too. He, he picked up a, a knock against Leicester. To be fair, I thought he was very ineffective when he came on. But, I mean, I started today sort of breaking up the game into 10-minute spells, and it was like, uh, I, remember in the, I remember in the preview, we said we've got a pepper kepper. The first shot on target was Harry Winks with his left foot after 13 yeah. minutes. And we'd be, we'd been at, you know we it was like shades of the the first leg of the the Carabao Cup game. They were all over us. It was Quicksilver. They were passing puck round our press. I thought hard as people like Kane and Berg, uh, Bergwijn worked. They, you know there was no support in midfield. As you say, I think in part that's down to personnel. I mean you know that's that that's my excuse for um, Conte today. He just didn't have the play. He doesn't have the players. He's trust. He's got three midfielders who, you know, even if they're fit, he's not picking them. Can so I just make a quick we're comment? We're already, we're already, we're already, you know, a denuded squad as it is. I just want to say something to, the, to, to those making comments out there. Please be respectful in the comments. We happen to put people into timeout. Do you know what I mean? Respect everybody on the panel and then don't say stupid stuff. Sorry, Sean. Continue. Um, well, if that was aimed at me, then fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <it's> not. <laughs> No, no, no. If people were having a go at me, let them have a go at me. No, no, no. Old, no, no, no. old no, no, no. enough to take it, you know. But, you know, there was lots of things that went on. I thought Doherty was lucky to stay on the field in the first half. That, for me, was a red card. Um, there was a lot of gamesmanship. My God, that Rudiger is a real in-your-ears, nipping away. As I, a, I love as it, though. I can't, I can't, like, really get on my nerves, but he does That's it what we need. doesn't he? We need people like yeah. that in our team. And we need play- I mean... What was good was that Dyer and Kane were standing up for us with the referee, but you know, there's not enough of them. You know, we need you need a crowd of people and different people picking you know, picking his ear. Um what was I look what else was I gonna Lukaku, God, let him take a cross from the right wing all the time because he's his right leg is dead. <laughs> his right leg is dead. He just he's 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 a oh a swinger. Um no, it was just oh I gave up after 75 minutes, so I think that says a lot, you know. At 65 minutes, I saw the look on Kane's face and I thought, we're wilted here, we're done. Okay. And that, those 10 minutes after half-time just killed the game, you know. It was just that Chelsea were just in complete control and didn't even, didn't even really bother us, you know. Thank God for Hugo. Oh, no, thank God for Hugo. But let me come back to Nigel, because as I said, I think, what do you think we could have done potentially to maybe have... I've won that game because do you think that there was the with the personnel that was on the way that the team was playing? Do you think that there was a possibility that we could have, you know, maybe nicked this game today? And how would we have done that? Honestly, I think number one, that first goal was very important, but that's that's another debate. But I do think what killed us quite a lot was Chelsea managing to get space with the switching. 
even though we did play four in even though we did play four in midfield and four in defense with two wing backs, we saw even on the Ziek one, it was kind of like there was an overload on one side and Hoybier couldn't quite get around to come and cover that space. And I, I just don't I just I just had to think like what I don't actually know who we could have put on the pitch with the players that we had today that would have been able to compete with Chelsea. Because even on our best squad, we couldn't we couldn't lay a finger on them. And we try a new formation. We get we still get overloaded in midfield. We put more players in midfield. So do you go with two do you go with basically one up front and maybe drop Bergwijn inside? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the goals for okay. Uh, let me come back. Christina. Um Looking at that game today, um, <laughs> do you think we've... I don't know, strength in depth is, is definitely something that we don't have. But would someone like a... And this is I'm going on to the transfer type of things because potentially players that would make a difference today. Would someone like a Triary, a Dharma Troy made a difference today? Because I don't see how that would have made a difference to us today. All it would have possibly done is just made Chelsea just a little bit more aware that we've got someone to, to double team at times because I just think they were in control of the game. Uh, who who could we have potentially brought in that would have made a, a bigger difference to the way that they performed today? I think this game just screamed that we needed, I think we need two midfielders, creative midfielders, and we couldn't even hold the ball at all. We couldn't even pass, couldn't even pass the ball. Um, so I, that that's what it was, I think. And I wouldn't have even, I would have had three at the back. That's what I would have done as well, um, just when we were talking about the formation. Um, it was, yeah, it was, we just couldn't have any control of that game. And I think the the only player that, Harry Kane did really well, I thought. Dyer did pretty, you know, from him coming back, I thought he was good. The, the rest, it was just, the players just looked so confused. They didn't know what was going on, um, especially at the beginning. I thought it was really bad. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, to me, it's just lack of creativity. There is nothing going on in the middle. No one can pass. And if this doesn't cry out for it, I, and Daniel Levy doesn't do anything, I we've got no hope in getting top four this season. Um, yeah. That's, that's humbling, isn't it? After the euphoria, this is what I'm saying, we go going back to the euphoria, because we have to take that game into consideration. We, we, we didn't give up. But today, it looked like we just... It, it's deflating. It's almost like the game's done once Chelsea score. And that can't be a good thing for Conte to see because he talked about my players have got the fight, my players have got this. But Darius, how much fight was there after that first goal? Certainly after the second goal. What did you see that, you know, made you think, oh, we can still get possibly back? Remember, we ain't scored in four goals, four games against mm. the Stock. I thought, I thought there was, op not opportunities, but I thought when Skip came on particularly, he is such an intelligent player. He creates space by himself. He, he, he can read the game a lot quicker than than Winks can. And I just think that, I, I think it's kind of crazy how you say Traore wouldn't make a difference in this game. Because I'm just imagining Aspilicueta, Thiago Silva, players like that, Jorginho, who are not the fastest players. He comes on in 70 minutes. And even if he doesn't go and score two goals, he's at least making those guys have to run continually. And at least, I saw Kane was, I thought Kane was, like Christian said, I thought Kane was amazing today. Kane was always creating chances. So Kane would have wanted somebody who's going to be able to sort of alleviate his pressure of having to create by at least taking players away from him. At least he's able to get in the box with a bit more space to be able to do what he wants. So I just think, like 
like Christina said, if we haven't got a creative midfielder, then you need somebody who can just impact a game at the end of the day. Lucas is one of those players, but like Sean said, didn't do much when he came on, probably had a bit of a knock, probably wasn't 100% understandable, but there, there is nothing in midfield. It's Winks wasn't very good today. And I know Conte has his trust in Winks, but going forward long-term, Winks isn't going to be the midfielder that you can play in a two, like you said, Sam. So you either get a midfielder who can play in both a two and a three, or you can't play a formation with two midfielders and Winks because it's just not going to work out. So a three-five-two, I think, would have worked out pretty fine, to be fair. You still would have had three midfield. I, I always say you still have three midfield, you still have three at the back, and you still have two up front when you play three-five-two. If you play with Winks as a two, you need to have someone like N'Golo Kante around him who is going to do all the running. You can't put Hoybier in there and expect him to do all the running because he He's can't not do enough. that run. He's not mobile enough. So you're already at disadvantage with a two in there with just Harry Winks and um, Hoybier. Skip's got more energy, in my, in my opinion, in terms of getting around. But even him and Hoybier isn't going to be enough to get around the pitch to do what we need to do. Let's just look at these stats because this is what I'm saying about how the team actually, you know, we're talking about getting some control in the game. But when you've got 65% possession to 35%, that shows me you don't have control in the game. So clearly the tactic was for a counter-attack. So if you're going to have a counter-attack type game, then surely you're going to need the pace in the wide areas to be able to do that. Though he doesn't have enough pace on that right-hand side, in my opinion, again, to be able to counter-attack effectively, you're just playing with two defenders with Tanganga and him on that side. So, like what Chelsea did, they play a wide player who can go wide and who can also track back because hudson Odoi's played wing-back for Chelsea. So, therefore, he's good enough to do that, but he's also good enough to go forward. Doherty, although he's a wing-back, we all know he's not good enough. Just not good enough in the attacking sense, in my opinion, again. So, try something else in terms of players that can maybe adopt that position. Bergwijn could have done that in-game management or start with someone like um, Mora. He's, he, I'm not sure if Mora had a knock, if he possibly had a picked up a knock from Thursday's game, but they're all on the bench still. Do you know what I mean? These players are still there. So, just going through the stats, 65%, 35% to... to uh, Tottenham in terms of possession. 15 shots, six to us. Seven shots on target, three to us. Ten corners to three. Uh, fouls 17 for not really much in that. Um, how do we get control? What? Do, who do we need to bring in? Or what type of player? I would say we've already got that player in terms of Tanga and Dumbale, but that's not going to happen in terms of him playing again. Um, Sean, what are we crying out for now in this transfer market? Do you want to see in terms of business? Because we are going to need to do some business. What, what do you want to be seen? Well, we need what well, we need pace on the on the wings, and we need, as Christina said, uh, something in midfield. Something you know, uh, I don't know where from, but you know, we need we need someone who's creative. We, we we're we're desperate for not only just being creative, but also being able to get around the field as well. You know, we we are we are a bit too, you know, one paced, particularly someone when they come up against ball. Chelsea. I think Ruben Neves is the ideal person, but you ain't going to get him out of Wolves. He's the way he played against, I can't remember who Wolves played. It was Brentford. This, they played against Brentford on the weekend and he was, he scored the goal. He was, he did everything. He does absolutely everything for them and he can keep the ball. He's got a crazy, crazy distribution and, and level of distribution of passing. That's the sort of play that you need. And he's a box to box player. If you're not going to get somebody like him, like Sam said, you're going to have to get somebody who's just a complete and utter workhorse to, 
compensate for the other players. And again, it's just difficult to find players in the market because all these players are so reliable and so dependent to their teams. Clubs and clubs aren't and managers aren't going to want to sell them in January, let alone at all. So yeah, I've have to look from within. I think Skip does it well. He does it well, but it's just hard. Again, people mention Madison, but you ain't going to get Madison out of Leicester. So you're going to have to be smart in the market and find somebody who people aren't really looking at and, and have their eye on because all these players that we mentioned who we need are are important players to their squads. And that's that's basically who you need. We need somebody who's going to take control of Yuri Tielemann, somebody like that who's, who's a general in midfield. It's, it's hard to find a player like that and get them on a good deal, which, which makes me think if we're going to spend the big money... While Kane's playing like this, as much as I would love a great striker and, and want a striker who's on the same level mm-hmm. as Harry Kane, I really believe that a midfielder, spending £60 million on a midfielder would do so much more for our squad than spending £60 million on a striker who may not even play every game, week in, week out. And there are there are strikers in the in the market you can get for maybe £20 million or even just get on loan who, who can do a decent enough job and spend that money on a midfielder and, and really improve and bolster that midfield to where you have a, a midfield that can compete with the likes of Man City's and, and Chelsea's. Because somebody mentioned in the comments earlier on, um, I think it was Potomac, it might be Potomac, midfield is the most important part of your squad at the moment. And our midfield is probably our worst part of our squad. Maybe our centre-backs are worse. So it's just so important we got, we upgrade midfield properly. And if it's not January, it has to be in the summer. Nigel, um, there was I think there was somebody on Twitter, Celso maybe put, I'm not sure if it was genuine or not, but something to the, the effect of, I'm not injured, uh, blah, 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 blah. So, again, players putting stuff out there to say they're not picked for whatever reason. Do you think he would have made a difference in that team today? The Celso being one of your favourite players. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I think I, I think I've made it clear that I'm not exactly in love with Lacelso. But, I mean, I think, again, uh, when you look when you look at our team, right, in a game, in a game where we come we come against some certain teams and we don't have maybe a creative midfielder. In the games that I've seen uh, Lo Celso come back from since his injury, I don't think he's a technically great player. He's not. He's not the guy who will pick the pass. But I've just I've just noticed like in terms of being the guy who's willing to take up that space because um, I mean Hoybier does that thing where he sends it into the strike and then tries a tries an overlapping run. But Winks and uh, Skip or whoever else is playing in that midfield isn't the kind of player who's used to being there and kind of taking up a position, dropping in behind the striker. Um, I think we scored a goal with him. I think it was last, not not the other game, but the one before that, where kind of Kane's gone on beyond. He's snooking. He's snooking behind Kane. And I mean, it ultimately resulted in a goal just because I think Lo even at Betis, he was used to playing in advanced areas as well. And he kind of has that kind of brain where he thinks an attacking sense and that instinct he was basically think, a second striker wasn't he Nigel at Betis yeah he's he's got he's got that instinct so even mm. quality he's he I think purely because of our lack of players like that just because of the areas he's willing to take up and you know he's always in and around he's buzzing he, he makes near post runs he drops off behind Kane he's I think his quality is lacking but when you look at our squad I think it cries out for someone who thinks like that at the same time I Darius. think that I think that oh, will help us. Yeah, sorry. I, I'll just say no, I think no. that helps us a lot with the with the smaller teams, especially when we struggle to break down. But again, when I think I think again when we play the bigger teams, um, again I think we might need. Will it make a difference? Probably not. When we don't have the ball, we might need someone who's pacier that Kane can play an out ball to, or we might need 
someone uh, again like Telemans who might put a foothold. But I, d- I definitely think Lacelso has a place within to do something with our current squad. Darius, I was going to ask, hindsight is a wonderful thing, wonderful tool to have. But do you think the approach of the game in terms of, because I think we may have touched on this earlier, I think in the, the previous show we were saying that we should go for it. You know, after the performance against Leicester, you know, what have we got to lose? The game, of obviously. But in terms of points, it's not going to be too, it is a free hit. And I think you mentioned that earlier, it's a bit of a free hit. So why not, if it is a free hit, go for it? I know we not won at Chelsea for a lot, a long time, once in, in the last 36 but why did we not go for it in hindsight? Um, the only thing I can sort of, or the only reason I can give is maybe sort of the injuries plus sort of the, the, the media embarrassment that, that may have happened if it was a big score. But even then, I say that and, and sort of lying down for Chelsea is probably a worse outcome or it looks worse for Spurs fans if we do that. So I, I don't know. I, I sort of said at the end of the preview, I remember sort of saying, I don't think we're going to do that, but I didn't think he was going to go this defensive. I, I actually think it probably, in hindsight, I actually probably think it was the right idea. I really do hold hold that that fact that if that ZH goal wasn't so amazing, like I said, we, we looked like we weren't going to score. They looked like they were going to score, in fairness, to be fair. But it, it, it seemed to me that that ZH goal was just so out of out of nowhere and so so incredible. And then the Thiago goal came straight after. I thought the game plan was working. I don't know what minute the goal actually was, but if Kane again, if Kane scores a goal like he does with the Thiago Silver foul, the fortune of the game changes. So those sort of games, you take the risk by playing like that. And obviously, I said this with Mourinho every single week when he played like that. If it's a double edged sword, if you want to play like that and win, amazing. You you stank the whole place out and won the game. But if you don't, it looks worse. I think, like Nigel said, I just think it's it's not impossible to beat Chelsea, but it's very difficult to beat Chelsea. And it seems like those players are almost scared of that team and and Stamford Bridge. So you may have to just sort of accept that fact and and Conte maybe after losing or seeing the team lose three times in a row just thought, right, I'm just going to have to basically try my hardest not to concede. And maybe a decision to to make a sub earlier would have been the better, the better the decision. And that might have been the, the game, the factor in the game that might have changed our fortune. But again, like you said, Sam, as much as it's a free hit and we should have gone for it, it's a free hit and we lost. We move on. We win all four of our games in hand. And again, like I said, we are still above Chelsea in the league. So the, the I, I just more... don't think we need to dwell on this result. I don't think it's a, no, a result I... worth dwelling. If that if we didn't win the Leicester game, that would have hurt me still to this day. Even if it was 2-2, would have hurt me to this day because we deserve to win that game. I'm not it that fussed about me. this game. The, the, what hurts is not the fact... Sorry, Sean, I'll come to you Sean in a minute. It's not the fact that we lost to Chelsea. I said our record shows... I think even in the preview, we all kind of really felt, you know what, a draw is a problem. Everybody said a draw. Nobody said a win because we're not stupid. But what I want to see is the belief from the players that at least they can go there and try. Because other teams have done that. Chelsea are not on the best of forms. So, Sean, is it just purely down to belief against Chelsea? Because when we played Liverpool, I know that's at home, but it's a different matter. Um, we've still got some of the big boys to play. We've got uh, City to play. We've got Liverpool to play. We've got Arsenal to play. We've got United. So we've still got a good few games that are going to challenge us in terms of teams that maybe have the better squads. But is it just belief that defeats us against Chelsea? In your opinion? No, I, I mean I, I think there's a there's a there's a multitude of factors. I think I think it was available personnel today that's undone us. I mean I think if you know if um, if he'd had this if he'd had the same players available on 
from Wednesday, I think Conte would have picked the same team. But they weren't available, you know. With, the, with you know, that's that's clear. And the injuries are are I think the reason why we weren't able to do that. Again, I think he 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 played his cards. He tried he tried to stink the place out and for half you know, but to concede in the forty seventh minute, I think it was 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 you know it's it's a body blow you know when you like the game plan had been working. Um, I still don't know how Hudson Odoi managed to get down that line because he was right pinned against the line. But anyway, that's you know that's poor Jaffet's uh, to answer for that one. But um, yeah, it's it's you know this little things. You know, it's we we were we were clearly second best, and we have been second best to Chelsea all season. But um, uh, and I don't think we've got unless we have all our top players available. We we won't give them a game. We won't so give this, them a game. So see, I don't this, think it's this, mental. No, I don't think it's mental. Okay. I just so think is it our then, squad is not good enough. So given that the players are out, uh, given that we did, and I, I agree with you on that, we, we did have a number of players who who weren't available. Chelsea can say the same thing, but again, they're 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 miles ahead of us in terms of their depth. I would imagine. Um, just looking at the games to come, then, and this is for you, Sid. Um, what do you want to see? the approach to going because we've got an FA Cup game against Brighton. I think our next league game's against Southampton, I do believe, and that might be a way as well. Um yeah, what do you want to see from this lot? And that's a good they're in good form as well, by the way. Improvement. I think that's all they've got to do, isn't it? They've they've just you know what it is? Chelsea's our nemesis, right? We've all gathered that. Uh, we've already covered it. We've played four games. We've had 10 shots on goal in four games. In 360 minutes plus, we've had 10 shots on goal against Chelsea, right? And we've not scored a goal, which you lot have said already. Um, the worst yeah, thing they're is... Not, they're not our nemesis. They're our kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the, the thing is, Chesterfield scored a goal against them, right? Aston Villa have, Leeds have, Everton have. None of these lot are playing well. And we, in four attempts, have not even scored one. But I think... Forget about today. Um... And I think Contes just said in his interview as well that when he got here, he says the players, when I came here, the players have um, decreased, not improved. So that's his statement. They've decreased, not improved. So I don't know what he means by that. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's so, a shot. That's a shot across the bow. That is, isn't yes. it? I mean, that's, so is, a, he that's doing, trans- is, is he doing this deliberately? Then I'm going to say this. Is he doing this? Is almost like a right board. I'm going to play these players. I know I'm even going to put some of these players on the bench, even though they're not fit, because that's what I think. If you put a player on a bench, he's fit enough to play at some point, you know, whether that's to start for 20 minutes or to come on for 20 minutes. If you're on the bench, you're able to play. I don't like all this, well, I'm going to name a player on the bench just because he's a name. He's not going to play. Put youngsters on them. Because if you ain't got someone who can come on, don't play him. That don't make no sense to me. So everybody that was on the bench had an opportunity to play. So there was players on there. Royal was on there, Hill was on there, uh, Lucas, blah, blah, the names are there. Enough players, in my opinion, to make a difference. Not to win the game, but we don't have enough belief. We had belief on Thursday or Wednesday. That's what you want to see. So all these players that are maybe getting opportunity to come in, they should be looking at this right. All I've got to do is make some real massive effort in this game. I don't think... Well, you tell me. Who who, who was the, the main standout player for us today? Kane. Kane and Bergwijn for me. Yeah. And Lloris as well. Yeah. 
That's not enough. Yeah. That's not enough. enough. And do you know what? Just one thing. Roy Keane's just said, because he asked him the question, right, about they've got a top, top manager at Tottenham. What do they need to do? They need players. And Roy Keane said, who is going to come to Tottenham in January, right? Because no one's, no big, big players going to come to Tottenham. That's going to turn them around. And in the summer, who's going to go to Tottenham knowing that Conte's only got another year left on his contract? He said it's going to be a massive problem for Spurs to get players in, especially if you don't get Champions League. And he's spot on. He's hundred percent. I mean, I, just, I, I, I still think that I still think that Conte just Conte being at the club alone, knowing his track record with with players, and and it's mainly the sort of improving players. I think a lot of individuals will will come to Tottenham for that privilege of having just for their own careers. I mean, if hmm. if, if Conte tells you I'm I'm going to make you into into a better player. I mean, I think of Barella. Nobody knew who Nicola Barella was before he was at Inter Milan. Conte brings him in, and now he's one of the seen as one of the better midfielders in 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 Serie A, one of the best midfielders in, in the world. So, I think for for a player's perspective, having a manager like Conte improve you is a selling point for me. So, I'm that doesn't worry me. It's just I don't care if it's a a, a hundred million pound player or a ten million pound player. It has to be the right player for for Conte's system. We need creativity in in midfield as much as we need creativity on the wings as well. And I know that Traore is not a creative wing-back, so you still need to try and find a left-back. There's there's many left-wing-backs or right-wing-backs who, who are creative right-wing-backs right who will improve the system. So it is. I don't think it's a case of big names and all these people saying that we need to get these big names in. It's just having a good enough system and, and Conte and Paratici knowing what they want and, and actually getting it for him. So if you, you don't choose your second or third choice, you choose what Conte wants. If he has a player in mind that's going to help him with his squad, you have to get him in. So just just back Conte. It literally is just back Conte and and he he proves to you what he can do with with, with what he what, what he's given and, and the riches that he's given. So yeah, I, I, I have complete faith in Conte. I still do. You, you know teams you know teams play with false number nines when they're playing games, right? Like Man City do and people like that. We're playing Daniel Levy's playing false details with us because he's just lying to us. He's just giving us false details every week because no matter what we're details. crying out for, it's true though. Because we're not everyone keeps thinking we're gonna get players. We're gonna get one player, I think. We're not gonna it's it's you know what? It's frustrating. We're not getting because, we're not getting three or four players. I don't know no, where all not. this is coming. We're gonna no, get we're one, not. two at the most. Yeah, two at the most. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Christina, That's is it. top four still on? It, I think it all depends on this transfer window. I honestly do. It's like you guys said, though. I honestly, if you don't back him, what was the point in actually appointing like one of the best managers going? It's a bad business move, isn't it? It's yeah. just what's the point? I don't get it. If you're if you're gonna hire him, help the guy out, and not even that. Like you guys said, you can clearly see what Conte can do. He has improved so many like individuals at the moment. Anyone that will come in would, I think players would be amazed you know they would love to come and be under Conte um and it's just I just don't it blows my mind that we can't that we're not backing him and I honestly think if this doesn't work he will go end of the summer, summer. yeah and I reckon Paratici will probably go with him as well yeah mm. do you think, think that, that's not... going to be carnage though that's going to be complete and also like Daniel Levy well, they're, they're, I know, I know a, like, they're both a know? shield for Levy that's all it is he's built a shield around him because he knows that, you know, he's in the last chance saloon with the fans. So and it, and he, I don't think you give him what he wants. Because if you don't, like Christina said, and he does walk in the summer, this whole club is going to go 
on fire and like you yeah. will not see anything like it like i like we think that with the whole kane saga and everything and and Mourinho and Poch and all that was bad if conte walks in the summer i i can't my mind can't even comprehend what no, Twitter would be like this is generally the last straw for levy I no think. but, that, but this is, is what i mean like i don't think the board is stupid enough to not know that like, no, they are stupid they, they are stupid i don't think no, i don't think when no no happened, the board think we are stupid yeah and they've no, got away with it for long but the board the board haven't put us up in this massive stadium for us to then become arsenal do you know what i mean like I don't think Levy's Levy's here to watch us. Like I don't think he just thought let's hire Conte and Paratici and then we sit in the back and just keep like it, I don't think surely, that's the plan. I don't surely. I don't think I don't think they're not backing Conte because that's what they were planning all along. Do you know what I mean? If they don't back Conte, it's because maybe we don't have the draw that we thought, or maybe players are struggling, or maybe they're just terrible at negotiating. But I don't think it was. I don't want to back Conte, or I'm no. setting up, or he set up a firewall. Like it, I think it's in, I think it's intended to. I think you're right. I think what you're saying is is is, is right, Nigel. I think the biggest problem for Spurs is we've made mistakes in the past with players that we brought in on big wages that we have to get rid of before they can bring in these other big players mm -hmm. with big wages. You can't get somebody else in on 250 grand till you get rid of somebody that's, that's, who's on 200 grand and another. And the other player, Dan, who's on 140, and the Celso, who's on 100 plus, these players are taking up space and money. And I, as an just simple economics, you just can't do it. Conte's but already said the on Conte's contract. I That's agree on that one, but I think even with, Conte, with, you know, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's he's with us for 18 months with an option, yep. for a year, right? Okay. We've, we, 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 we're pissing away the first transfer window that he's he's had, and if come by the you know if by the summer, I mean yeah. it will it will literally depend where we finish at the end of the season. Yeah, but that was made. You know, I, 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 can't, I can't I can't guarantee that we're going to finish top four. We're we're in the mix, but with this squad, I, I, I think you know what it is. I, I think Conte's alluded to it in a in number of press conferences. He said the, the standard's not high enough, blah, blah, blah. We know that. He's also said that January is a very difficult market to get the right players. I don't think, and while he may have said this, he wants to get bodies. I just don't think that he just wants to get bodies in. He mm -hmm. needs to get the right players into right yeah. to meet the system because it's a very specific system. So intricate, so specific. Wide, yeah. wide players in his system, particularly fullbacks, wide wingbacks, are key to it. If you're playing a 3-4-3, again, your wide forwards are key to it. Playing a 3-5-2, yeah, I think we can get away of the two with Kane, Bergwijn, Son. But wing-back-wise and forward-wise wide, we've got a problem. That might be the triary thing. If you can bring him in as a forward and then also potentially give him the wing-back role, I can understand it to a degree. Is he a player that Conte would ideally bring in now? I don't think so, because he's not ready-made. He don't have any end product. He don't have enough stats behind him to make, oh, yeah, he's going to come in and score 20 goals. He's going to come I think he's going to surprise you, Sam. I think he's going to surprise you. Nigel, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm happily I, surprised. I'm you, bro. Who's going to um, surprise you? Know what? Sid, listen. We are you know. evolving into an event centre as, <laughs> as a football club. Where we used to be a football club with events on it. Wake up, smell the coffee. I'm not as totally long as against can... that, to be fair. Like I, I, I get that. Like that's one side. There's one side of Levy I, I see, and I think, yeah, do you know what? He's done incredible for this club. But then there's this this side where it comes to the issues of the actual squads, like help us out. No, nah, but the thing is, he's taken us. If like I get it, like, but you know, you know, one of them where it's like 
he's taken us X far because that's how far he can take us. And like we said that with Harry Redknapp, like Harry, like you've done amazing, but we want to be this kind of club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like we had to say goodbye to Harry. I think Levy's at that point where we're like, bro, thank you. We appreciate you taking us to here. <laughs> yes, but bro. Like, see you later. You can go. Yeah, like <laughs> thanks. Like no offense, but we don't think you're here. Like I think I think that's what I think that's what like I think the the cussing of Levy is through expectations that he's almost created for himself. And he can't take that next step because he doesn't he doesn't have it in him. But he's done overall, if you look at it, he's done a decent job. But okay, but so he's almost bought a cheat code. Oh. This is the thing, he's almost bought a cheat code. Let me with let me Antonio put it out there Conte. for you to answer as well, Darry said. So a concept sorry, concept. Daniel Levy has done everything in terms of my expectations. He's given the grief of last year, given the grief of Mourinho, he's done everything I would imagine that we wanted to do. He's brought in Paratici, director, managing director of football. Great. Looks like we're changing the scouting network. We're bringing other scouts in. Great. Brought in, arguably, one of the best managers in world football in terms of a top three manager in world football. Fantastic. Right. You've done all that. That's great. But we now need serious investment with Conte. because that's Which he can't do. He can't do it. So my my point is all this. Why would you do that? Why would you bring in Conte... Why not bring in someone who's going to develop? Like a horrid, we did like sick practical but joke on us. That, so where are we? Where you are we as a club? Know. The point is, you can't bring in Conte, Paratici, and all the rest of it. Big boy stadium, big boy players in terms of you know people who are going to managing, but don't give them the tools to do the job. To me, that doesn't make sense. The, so, big, the big boy, the big boy stadium is supposed to be the sugar daddy. <laughs> it's, it is meant to make the money. Oh man, it's, it's that's what I mean. He doesn't, he can't, he can't afford to take us to. We don't have the history of a Barcelona or a Bayern to not need the humongous. Yes, point. we do. Have, yes, we do. We, we do have, have that history. history but he is fucking burying it under an event center. Yes, we have the same history as Bayern Munich. Fair enough. We won't, you I'm know, not. we've been here since 1882. First team to win the cup outside of the, the, the professional leagues. We've got the history. If, if don't, don't be, don't be, we have Barcelona. I, I need to read up again. <laughs> I think what it is, I think what it is, I can understand the points from sure. Sh- I don't think we've got the the, the winning history of the modern of history. Munich, but yeah. certainly, if you look no at the modern Spurs history, as a, hey, hey, football didn't start in 1992. Uh, just because that's, fucking that's, Sky have been covering it, now, it didn't yeah, fucking before, start then. Take it from me, I've got the grey hairs to go prove it. If we're going off tangible, like, usable history, like, players aren't clam... Like, we aren't the force off of by me. Like, right... I know if we go back here, Leeds, like, Nottingham Forest, it's all very nice. But right now, we can't put ourselves and puff our chest and say we are this big global marketing brand. Recency bias. That's all that modern history. That's all it is at the end of the day. I haven't lived through anything, like, of us winning. If we could... if we could use the Team history that you're on about, Sean, I wish we could, but we can't. And we're just yeah, but don't dismiss our club like you just had. No, I'm not dismissing. No, our club. no. I'm now you're saying that the right players now. that you want to attract aren't gonna value that history as much as we will. Like these players who who see these big clubs as we call them, see the past Champions League winners, see even to an extent. Leicester, to an extent, Leicester have picked up players who we could get, who we have been linked with, and I believe that those players have seen Leicester win a Premier League before, not before us, but like so, uh, later than us, and 
and have seen that and thought, okay, yeah, let's go to Leicester. Unfortunately, anything sort of post what nineties, it's just so it's sad, but it, it's the truth. And it's because the players that we want are getting so much younger. Like players are younger than me who we're linked with, and it's like if I don't really sort of know about the history as much as I should, then these players aren't going to. And at the end of the day, if you're not going to give them a big wage, they're just going to see the boss. Bar- Barcelona are in turmoil. Barcelona have literally had to take out one of the biggest even loans. If you signing players, players, it doesn't matter because even if you they've, give got, players, they've managed to get Ferran Torres, who's come from Man City. Wa- this big wages thing, even if you give players big wages, is no guarantee. The big wages thing is the it scouting gets through the door. Gets has through the to door. Be- right. It's, yeah, I mean, you can We paid 50 odd million pounds for Lo Celso. We got it wrong. But this we is got the question I asked. This is My the question point. I asked. It, it, does it matter about the big price tags, the big wages, or does it just matter about getting the actual right players in the you team? Get the right, and the you're right. Because right. Leicester got the right players. The exactly. they, got, they got a manager in. The manager knows what he wants to do. Pats and Dacker and Jamie Vardy, very similar character profiles. That they get the players in to match what they're doing. Because we're so much of a, right, we've got Marino in, now we're going to Nuno. Then we've got Ryan Mason in, now we're going to Conte. We've had Poch. It's like there's no consistency in terms of what we're doing long term. So how can we have consistency with the playing staff if every single manager that comes in has a different way of playing? You have to have this vision. You have to have this. That won't work otherwise because we don't have the history of winning consistently regularly the mentality of these players are not winners i'm um, um, hugo Lloris aside you go through that whole squad and, and tell well. me i think kane has a mentality for when he just hasn't won anything that's but that's he, again we even with harry kane i still want him to turn up in these games he played well today but still hasn't scored a goal he's played he well play in these well. games but do you know what I'm saying? And he basically scored. I, I can't fault Kane for today, unfortunately. He did I, score today. Kane, yeah. Kane, Kane did as well as he could. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. with with the quality around him, and obviously the system didn't help, you just, like I said, if you're not going to get a bunch of world-class players and pay for Nigel's them, on like the drink. Nigel's on the drink. Is that what you got? Sorry. <laughs> then, you, then you have to be smart. You have to be smart in business. All you have to do is be smart and, and get the players that, like you said, will fit. Conte system is very meticulous. It's very specific. I don't think that you need to spend hundreds and hundreds of millions to imp- to to not impress Conte, but to keep Conte happy. I just think you, he wants what he needs. And there are certain players that you might have to spend 50 million on, but there's also certain players you might only have to spend 5 million on and he will turn them into a 50 million pound player. And even then, if Conte leaves and you've just got an amazing player out of him, that's that's another positive to take from it. So I just don't see why we don't just give the guy what he wants and see what he can do, man. Let, let me ask, let me ask Sid, our, our transfer expert, before I come around all of you to get your final thoughts. Um, what do you expect to see transfer-wise in the next seven days? We have no, maybe eight days. Thirty-first, isn't it? Because January's got right. So at the beginning of the transfer window, I told everyone who Vladovic we were linked with, Kessie we were linked with, uh, Botman, and everybody we were linked with, right? And I told everyone, just be careful. Daniel Levy's on the case. We ain't going to get none of them players in January. In fact, we're probably going to end up... And what did I say? The biggest signing was going to be Hugo Lloris. And it's happened so far, right? That's number one. Traore, maybe. We've now got seven days of the transfer window. We've gone from Vladovic, Kessie and Demlot to apparently looking at a league, a championship defender, a league one player... And a goalkeeper, I think, in the long, long league, who's going to be a potential replacement for Hugo Lloris? Who's also so, an Arsenal fan. 
Yeah. So how how on earth have we gone from Vladovic Kessis to League One Championship and non-league players? This is the level Daniel Levy is looking at. We don't believe in academy players on bringing them in, apart from a couple we've had, right? We let them go. So what, what's he going to do? The Jack Clarks, people like that, he's bought them in and nothing. Conte's so, not having that. Conte will not have well, that. We don't know, but know this, is, this is what Daniel Levy is. So I'll, 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 I'll sign off by saying, don't expect too much. Triori deal apparently is already done and dusted. We'll keep on with that one. And that's it. That's your limit. Him and Hugo Loris are the two January transfer deals. Mark my words. There's nothing might, else is going to happen. You, you might get one other loan deal in if they can get rid of one of these other players. If they can get Delhi out the door, if they get Tanga, that might have a bit of a flurry. But I'm I'm with you. I think we've seen yeah. Hugo Loris sign. That's an extra player yeah. there that they're going to say, well, he's now back here for two years. And then you're going to get Booker T in on the right-hand side Absolutely. to run down the wing with his baby all on his arms. Oh, I'm not and sure about one, it. Personally. One final but, thing I will say. One final thing. Delhi is probably going to go, yes. But two other players, Ndombele and the biggest fraudster in history, yeah, the con man, GLC, what is going on? And people are still saying, yeah, yeah, we want to see the best of him. When are you going to see the best of him? Because that man is not even, you know what I mean? He's conning I everyone. Don't understand how, you, how do you hate Lasalso more than you hate Ndombele? <laughs> I don't hate Ndombele. What I'm saying with GLC, the man is injured. He plays one minute, runs around the pitch, falls down the hall and he's injured. What's wrong with him today? Oh, we're not I, get I also think it's very telling, though, that those three players out. Yeah. were not in the squad and you put yeah. on three players with supposed knocks. That's very exactly. telling for me. Yeah. Either one, he just don't eat. Either one, they're all going or they're not playing anymore because like you literally put on players with injuries yeah. over players who are completely fit. I just think that's so telling for me. I think um, either all three of them are going this, this January or they won't be playing for the rest of the season. Yeah. That's and crazy. Apparently, like apparently, That's really crazy. I agree. And Christina, I know as much as me and you are Delhi fans, right? Have you seen what he's done on Twitter again today? I've seen he's been on TikTok like after oh the game. Oh my god, yeah. What is he? Oh my you know what? This is his problem. He wants out. He's he's done. He's, he's done. He's I, know, done I know. Newcastle will come and get him and yeah. he'll do the exact same thing he did at, at Tottenham at Newcastle, and the Newcastle fans will hate him and we'll have to try and flog him out to somewhere. I don't else think he will. I think I think this... he'll do I think he'll do bits at Newcastle. There's no way he would. Do you think Deli Ali's up for a relegation scrap? There's no way Deli Ali's up for a relegation scrap. Absolutely. We could, well, we could, we could he's fallen out of love with the game. He's fallen out of love with the game. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with what Sean's saying. I think he's, but, he's, 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 he's down for a payday. If he goes to Newcastle, he's going to Newcastle for a payday. Nothing yeah. else. That's Two signings. Mean. Two signings. That's it. Right. I'm going to come out to all of you. Start with you, Christina. Uh, final thoughts. Um, We've got an international break, and what do you want to see after that international break? Three points. What <laughs> <laughs> um, in the cup? <laughs> oh man, I need to stop um, purchasing tickets because literally, I feel like I haven't seen us win for ages. Like you actually going to the game? I'm going to Brighton, but yeah, um, yeah. Just I, I hope to see some things going next week in the transfer window but like you guys said I think those three players today I think they're they're gone now um I think one just one player will be signed I think that'll be it yeah. two most yeah um it's it's with eight days left it's not looking like we're going to see four players coming uh Nigel thoughts for final thoughts for today and then what you want to see after this 
this uh, international break? Yeah, I mean, what I will say is, I mean, initially when it was the early days of Paxton and it was Mike and Sam at the top and they were the kind of optimists and then it was me and Darius <laughs> just sitting down there saying, I don't think what you're saying is going to happen. Um, I was I was really, like, pessimistic on the team. But at the moment, like, like I have to agree with Darius again. This Chelsea game, we can't read into it too much. Like, we kind of knew what was going to happen when we walked into play Chelsea and it kind of did. They scored... An, ine- an inevitable wonder goal, and it just, of course, put it with the Matic one. What else can you have? The Hazard yeah, one the, as well. I mean, put it into the it's, collection. Yeah. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. I don't think we should read into this too much. I mean, we are not by any means out of top four. Like, I still think if I was to put a bet on, I'll still say we're favourite. I'm. I think a Champions League spot is a hundred percent on for us. And over we can Manu. Still, over Manu. Oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think 100 percent we can we can aim for that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna struggle against some big teams, but again, I think if we keep plowing and working on against and getting some good results, we've been consistently undefeated under Conte, and there's tangible performance improvements. So for me, I'm not marking this as a big Conte's gone by the summer. This isn't going to be the telling point. I think top four, maybe the summer with Champions League, we see what we can get, but I'm not ruling anything out yet. And you know, I think we we keep plowing on. Hopefully we. Kane growing into it, hopefully he has a good turn of the season coming back from the international break and we get Son back healthy and we get Romero back healthy and I think it's only onwards and upwards from what we've seen at this point. Well, he's gone from negative Nigel to new beginnings, Nigel. Hey, that's zen. fantastic. Very zen. I'm <laughs> loving this new Nigel. I'm loving this new Nigel completely. Sean? Final yeah, big up today. to Nigel. I think that's a that's a, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a much remember, more positive spin. I remember some of Nigel's rants before. I was like, oh, he's, uh, gone. he's gone. We've lost him. No, but Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. I like Nigel. I love Nigel's um, you know to camera <laughs> stuff as well. It's really good. But I think um, I hope that we uh, we have some additions. But you know, as a citizen, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I want us to progress in the FA Cup. To be honest. Um, and I, and I also agree with what Darius said earlier. Conte is an attraction, but Conte in the Champions League is a bigger attraction. And I think we need to um, we we need to sort of rein in our sort of thoughts about what to, what players can come through the door in the summer. Um, I think it will become quite clear quite quickly. After the season's end, what, how this is going to pan out? I'm very pessimistic about that, to be honest, at the moment. Um, and you know, the thing is, we've got a great manager, we've got a, a so-so managing director, and we've got a numpty for the <laughs> CEO. And uh, you know, who, we've got a great land economist, which is what his degree was in. You know, he's great at developing land. You know, and I'll look forward to going to his cinema. But, you know, I want my football team. I want stars in the white shirts on a Saturday. I want them fans. I want the opposition being scared to come to this super-duper stadium. It's, I, I just can't see it. No, I, I, I said long ago, I will go to my grave and not see us win the title. Ben, and Potts ben, ben, gave ben. me a lot of hope. And that's how I feel at the moment. Ben's done his warm down and he said we're not good enough for Champions League. Uh, so he's he's got to watch the show. Uh, thanks, Ben, for that. Um, you did all right today. You were all right today. Uh, Sid, Ooh. final four. <laughs> he was all right. No, I can't. If I'm going to look at Ben no, Davis, I, I thought 
I thought him, him and Davinson in that first half were a shambles. I, I thought Davinson playing on the left-hand side, I, I don't know what the... Well, we know that. We know that. You and I I'm think for sure the same thing. What's energy. going on? But they, he, There should be a wall be, built down the middle of the pit so that I'm he stays you, on the right-hand side. This is what I'm keep saying. Davinson Sanchez. Every time he's on that left-hand side, he can't play on that very well. And... We just keep persisting with things like this. So I just, I, I always look at it as, it's almost like Conte saying, hold on a minute, Daniel, have a look at this. He can't play, no matter what. Tanganga's played for the last four games. He's shit. He's basically saying these players are not very good. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, Sid, final thoughts. I think when he meant attraction, he meant helter-skelter, weren't, didn't he? Going on one of them rides. But, um, roller coaster. Roller coaster, yeah. Um, final thoughts. You know what? I agree with what... Darius and Nigel and all them. I said today's game was. I don't think after Wednesday we all went in hoping we can get a win, but reality obviously come and hit us back where we belong, and we got nothing as always. Um, international break now. Just smooth things over. Try and get the players in the two that apparently we're going to get, and let Conte work his magic, and hopefully we push on. Like everyone's saying, top four. You know, I'd. Rather have the points than the games in hand because push comes to the shove. If if it comes to the final two weeks of the season, we've got to play seventeen games to get Champions League. I've seen that you know, before. I know, and it's in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. Playing so, every two days. Exactly, and that's going to that's going to be a problem. Um, so yeah, we just forget about today's game. Move on. Next game after the international break, FA Cup, Brighton as well, whatever, and just. Just go again. Relax, breathe, and go again. Upwards and onwards. Before I come to Darius, because, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, punch bag workouts has got it spot on. Back Conte, simple as... But I think that's basically what he's trying to say. Um, it's just true. Darius, final thoughts. You know what? New Beginners Nigel's got me actually feeling really positive. New Beginners uh, Nigel! Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah! I like that. I'm going to have to change Genu his name now on the WhatsApp. <laughs> genuinely, I can't, I can't lie to you. I don't give a damn about this game at all. I genuinely don't care about this game. It, I, Chelsea beat us three times and we haven't scored once against him. We never looked like we were going to beat him in those three games. So realistically... We win, we lose, okay. But if we win our next, or not four games in hand, but if we if we do win our four games in hand, we go above them. I'm going to keep saying that. And also, <laughs> what I will say is top four is so important. I don't care what anybody says. The amount of plays that you can get from just solely getting that fourth spot will be so drastic. And even though, yes, if we don't win the FA Cup, I'll be heartbroken because I really think the FA Cup is on and we should go for it. But we can get in that top four and prioritise it, bearing in mind the only teams around us who don't have a competition to play in is Arsenal. But again, Arsenal can't even beat 20th pace Burnley. So I'm not that bothered about them. If we can get in that top four and like Sean said, have Conte at the helm, attract players who, who are Champions League quality, the sort of level difference that you'll see from this season to next season will be so drastic because I, I expect these players to leave. I expect Ndombele. PSG come ask him for Ndombele. Give them whatever they want because that's one club that don't care that they'll pay him 200k. And also, I've heard rumors apparently some sort of PSG needing more French players in their team or in their squad or something. So I think they do need Ndombele. Make that deal happen. Get Dele to Newcastle. It's not going to happen anymore. And I think that you can really look forward. It's going to be a tough season. Everybody knew it was going to be a tough season. Nobody thought Conte was going to 
join Tottenham partway through the season. So like like some people have said, I, I guess we should feel a bit lucky and privileged that he's here. Because so, I definitely didn't expect him to be at this club one bit. I mean, from when those sort of rumours of him joining the summer died off and, and Nuno was in charge, I did not expect Antonio Conte to be here. So basically, Sean's saying that's time up. That's time up. That's what he's doing. Yeah, all I'm gonna say is back Conte, just back Conte, just back Conte, and make sure that we stay positive. We just need to stay positive. It's what is Chelsea? Chelsea always beat us. Let's move on. Let's move on. Sean, what are you doing? Sean, you're playing self. You're playing as much self sabotage as Conte's been in the team selection today. That's what he's doing. Self sabotage in the street. Uh, back him. Man, just give him what he needs just give him what he needs man That's, it's so simple it is definitely so okay last few comments here so punchbag workouts i agree on top four it's more important that some people read than some people realize however i understand it's not as exciting as winning the fa cup uh and double a to psg Simon Stephen. oh sorry let me read this out and then you can tell me uh we got top four year in year out and had some great runs in the champions league and nothing changed we even went 18 months without making a single signing sorry uh Go on, Sid. What were you going to say? No, no, no. I was just going to say, apparently, all this about Ndombele going to PSG is because it, apparently he's been told that the beef in the burgers in McDonald's in France are thicker and better than the England one. He <laughs> <laughs> get, gets more beef and more meat out of it, apparently. So they've told him to go. Yeah, his, his last his last uh, Uber, Uber Eats um, gave him a oh, Mac instead of a we Big can't Mac. Descend in, we can't descend into... He didn't even play today when he's giving him pelters still. Do you know what I mean? We've got to leave this guy now. I've left him. Ooh, la, la. I love you as a Tengai. footballer because I think you're talented, but you can't play for Spurs. You need to go and do something else in your career. But this lot are still <laughs> giving you grief burger, about the McDonald's. Oh, my God. That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> we look like a Conference South team today. Uh, Dave... David, come on. They weren't, weren't quite that level. We weren't quite that level. We just can't beat Chelsea, that's all. Oh, God. Well, we've got a bit of a break. Let's hopefully we get one or two signs. I, I think we're probably going to get one in and Hugo Lewis's sign, so that's a two. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But anyway, for those of you who are still watching, there's over 80, 85 of you still watching. Great. Please hit that like button. Thank Make you. sure you smash that like button. All the rest that you are going to be watching on Catch Up or whatever you're going to be watching on Spot or listening to on Spotify, also make sure you hit that like button and comment as well. Make sure you leave some comments for us. Hopefully, we've we've been a, as balanced as we can. It's not all opinions are agreed upon, and certainly we've had some in the comments to suggest that you know maybe there's other areas that we need to maybe think about as well. But I think it's been a good show here. Potomac is even saying that great show as always. Salmon panel, good therapy. I'm smiling again a little bit. I think I'm getting a little bit hungry now as well. So, um, <laughs> punchbag workouts. Room is <laughs> since we've got so live. Cool. Is Kessie is Kessie being agreed? But agent wants more wages in the summer. Mm. Yeah, I've just read that mm. as well. Mm. Kessie. Mm. Do you know what though? I 15. see Kessie. I see Kessie playing. Uh, um, apparently, not... apparently had a great game again today. He scored a great goal in Afghanistan today. So. so. I hope so, because what I've seen, I'm not, I'm not happy. But that's a different matter. Let's just get some players in. We might just need to get bodies in. <sighs> Therapy session done, guys and girls. Darius, Sid, Sean, Nigel, and Christina. Therapy session over. Thank you very much. We are going to reconvene at some point very soon. We've got an international break, um, so we can at least have some time to reflect. No but... more injury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David. 
don't be like that. Uh, anyway, that's time. That's time for us to go now. I think we've done enough. Anyway, thank you all for watching. We will see you again very soon.